This week on Fair of the Free Child podcast. Akila, I love your podcast and listen just so I feel encouraged. I can see your daughters are a successful story of homeschooling, unschooling, self-directed education. But what if some kids are on the spectrum and all they can self-direct is video games? If kids are not the type who get interested in lovely activities such as art, photography, reading, and cooking, whatever it is, I'm not looking for workbooks. Also, I just listened to your episode about Praxis. Do you plan to send your daughters to college? I still have many more of your episodes to go through. I'm afraid my kids are not the cool college dropout type of kids who will succeed no matter what they do, even despite public school. I may have my kids apply for Praxis, but it seems like it's for star homeschoolers. I want to trust my kids, but seeing one of them not interested in non-screen activities is simply discouraging. I guess I'm looking for ways to be confident like you, despite my upbringing. You can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. Hey, I'm in a nice little vibe right now because right before I hit record, I was listening to Burning Spear on my Spotify station. What y'all know about Burning Spear? (laughs) I am so excited to be sharing episode 132 with you this week. It is a mad question asking episode, questions from you, our listeners. I like the simplicity and the sense of honoring what's right in front of me when I take a question that you send me, whether it's through a voice memo or through the form on my site when I take a question and just feel through it real time here with you. So that's what we're doing in these Raising Free People screets this week. Last week, we remixed the transition from homeschooling to unschooling episode. We did a remix because I was in Ecuador as part of a beautiful process and project that was gifted to me by a member of our Patreon community. Thank you, my sis. So I'll be talking about that life-altering two-week journey through the Amazon rainforest and the Andes Mountains in the weeks to come, mostly on Patreon, but also a little bit of farming of those experiences right here on Fear the Free Child podcast. So stay tuned for that. Speaking of Patreon, shout out to our newest patrons, Raj, Monique, Kenya, and then Tamika increased her patronage. So thank you so much, Raj, Monique, Kenya, and Tamika for joining the Patreon community. And y'all, if you love what you're hearing, come go deeper and support me in producing this podcast along with our team every week. Fatima Mukadam, our co-producer, Juan Perez, our sound guy, and Marley Richards, our show notes writer. Patreon.com forward slash Akila. And you can join my Patreon community through the link on every single show notes page, including this one, RaisingFreePeople.com forward slash 132. All right, let's get into this mad question asking episode. So one more time, here is the question 
that we're answering. You heard Chris mention it at the top of this episode, but here's the gist again. Akila, I love your podcast and listen just so I feel encouraged. I can see your daughters are a successful story of homeschooling, unschooling, self-directed education. But what if some kids are on the spectrum and all they can self-direct is video games? If kids are not the type who get interested in lovely activities such as art, photography, reading, and cooking, whatever it is, I'm not looking for workbooks. Also, I just listened to your episode about Praxis. Do you plan to send your daughters to college? I still have many more of your episodes to go through. I'm afraid my kids are not the cool college dropout type of kids who will succeed no matter what they do, even despite public school. I may have my kids apply for Praxis, but it seems like it's for star homeschoolers. I want to trust my kids, but seeing one of them not interested in non-screen activities is simply discouraging. I guess I'm looking for ways to be confident like you despite my upbringing. My response to that, which comes from, like most things that I share on this podcast, it comes from a combination of the conversations that I've had with different people, whether they're parents or educators or organizers, a combination of the conversations I've had with them and also my own personal experience as an unschooling parent. And oftentimes people want logical answers for things that have much more layers than logic. And this is one of them because my response is essentially that you got to give yourself time to witness your child outside of the confines in which you have them. The answer isn't a particular program. The answer isn't about trying to make your kid more interested in activities that don't involve screens. Because the desire to either change your kid or have some sort of guarantee that they're going to be successful like we think school does, both of those things are rooted in an idea of scarcity. The idea that as a parent, you yourself could never possibly know enough, have enough, have enough access to whatever your children would need in order to live fulfilled lives where they can take care of themselves and be happy with how they spend their time, which is what I think most of us want, right? We want to support our children in becoming people who embody confident autonomy. They are thriving in community. They are useful, however you define that, participants in community. They can sustain themselves emotionally and financially. They have support and know how to manage their lives in ways where they're happy and useful in the world. So if that's what we're after, if that's the goal, then the response here is to give yourself time to witness your child outside of the confines that you have in your mind. Because really what happens for us as parents when we transition out of the idea of our kids just being in school, when we recognize that they need more than that for whatever the reasons are, we realize that schooling is not enough or it's even harmful. What happens there is that you will begin to realize how blurry your fucking vision has been when it comes to what education means for your child. 
it's really from a space of you not being enough. We're being constantly marketed to this idea that if our kids aren't taking the right classes, which we couldn't substitute with any real life experience, if our kids aren't sitting in a classroom with people who are trained to teach them the things they need to know in the world in order to have a chance at success, then since we don't have access to that, we can't do that, then we're not enough. And we're not enough, so certainly our children aren't enough because we have more life experience than them. You start to recognize that education is an industry, and it feeds into the same thing that we got when we were in school and that we got sometimes at home, these spaces that were constantly telling us that we needed something outside of ourselves to be enough. We needed something outside of ourselves to even understand ourselves or our potential. And that something was usually school, right? Where you get validated by a teacher or by the grades that you get or by how much you stand above your peers. Then that translates over into the work that you do in the world usually. You want to be the employee that is recognized as better, better somehow than someone else. And so everybody can't be best. And so there's a scarcity model that comes into play there. Uh, you hearing me? So that model now spills over into your relationship with your child and you're constantly needing them to show you that they could possibly be enough. So in your question, in the question we're dealing with here, you ask, what if your child isn't that type, right? Or your children aren't that cool college dropout type is to determine so much about a person a person's future, based on what? Based on what you've seen about them so far while they are confined to ideas about who they should be. Give yourself time to experience them while you drop the labels of who they should be and how they should show up and what's right or wrong with what they're doing. And that's what de-schooling is. If you can accept the possibility that you've been seeing with blurry eyes, blurred by fear, blurred by education marketing, blurred by ideas that you as a parent are not enough, aren't doing enough, don't know enough, if you can accept that possibility, then you can also look at it as an opportunity to pause, to pause those beliefs about what your kid could possibly be and not be so that you can learn how to peel off those blurry eyes. And listening to this podcast is great because you'll hear from lots of people who have done it. Going over to the Alliance's website, self-directed.org, great place to start to release those blurry-eyed syndrome issues. You can do that as you're doing that. You can peel off that blurred vision and you can start to see your children as they are now. You can see the brilliance and potential in how they view things. You can start to translate what they're doing into something of value and start to learn more about them in the process. You could start to see them from a space of enough. That not enoughness, that lack of sense of them being enough just as they are, or you being enough, all of that is the lens that you're using. And that lens is a liar, is <laughs> not true. So how you're seeing your children is plenty about what you're not doing. It's the idea that you're not doing enough is playing itself off 
right? Carrying itself off as concerned about what your children are doing, but it's really your own fear that you're not doing enough as a parent. So when you pause, you have enough information now to really pay attention to what you're seeing and to recognize that your child is enough and that you are enough. And so you need time and space to witness that, to really see that. And then that will help you design a life that includes your child. It includes opportunities to see how you can actually support your child. So what I want you to take away from what I'm saying is that this is a scarcity mindset issue. This is not about what your child is or isn't. It's about the idea that they're not enough because you're not enough because that's what you're being told. And so if you can manage to pause that and spend your time listening to episodes of this podcast, going to the Alliance for Self-Directed Education's website, self-directed.org, reading Peter Gray, who is the founder of the Alliance, his blog, Psychology Today, is really interesting. Again, just the myriad of conversations that happen here on the podcast, you can go down so many rabbit holes for different people's websites and really start to give yourself the space to understand why you feel how you feel, as opposed to assuming that your concerns about your child are automatically true and that you should be going down a path to fix that. So you give yourself time to de-school so that you can begin to see them through a more informed less colonized lens. So these questions you have, what's happening is that your journey is pulling you toward de-schooling. So you got to let that shit take you. You got to keep paying attention to what's showing up for you and then questioning it so that you can really see what's happening for you, what's influencing how you view your kid and yourself. And then you can decide about shit like praxis or whatever. But right now, it's not about that. Okay. Now, as I said at the beginning, I know that we sometimes want to apply logic where that shit is more about layers. So somebody's going to listen to this and be like, okay, what the fuck does that mean? Should I do this or should I do that? But somebody else is going to really hear themselves and hear the opportunity in what I'm sharing. And I'd like to hear about both of those. All right. So raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 132. You can comment. You can leave an audio. Let me know what's happening for you as you're feeling through this. Also, my cousin, Romaine Sinclair, did the Praxis program, since you asked about that, and we chatted about it on episode 93 on apprenticeships and their benefits, so you could check that out. I will put the link to episode 93 on the show notes page, raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 132. Peace and love. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fear of the Free Child. Be sure to check out the show notes page. And I'm putting the link to my TEDx talk on that page as well, because I'm really appreciating the feedback. Please check it out and share it with one or 90 <laughs> people. Much love. Chat to you next week. <laughs>